Sarah Franklin's career path was completely changed when a high school guidance counselor suggested she get into engineering. Fast forward to today, and Sarah is the executive vice president and GM of Platform Trailhead and Developers at Salesforce, and she is still in love with technology. Sarah couldn't be more proud to work at Salesforce, where she's helping empower people around the world to learn tech, all while continuing to build a platform that those same people can deliver innovation through. Enjoy this episode. This episode is part of a special series on the Salesforce Customer 360 platform, the platform that powers the world's number one CRM. In this series, executives from Salesforce will discuss how using 10 innovative technologies, including AI, blockchain, and automation, can help you drive the digital transformation of every experience. And more importantly, get you closer to your customers. Enjoy. Welcome to another episode of IT Visionaries. I'm Ian Faison, Chief Content Officer here at Mission.org. And we are at the Salesforce Tower, a sunny day in San Francisco. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing lovely, thank you. How are you? I am so excited to talk to you today because we're going to get into all things digital transformation. and We're going to touch a little bit on, on your background and career. So how did you get into technology in the first place? It's a great question and one that I often reflect upon because when I think back, you know, 25 plus years ago, there weren't a lot of female role models totally. in tech. And I wonder, you know, what gave me the courage to look into this industry? And, you know, I was raised in Virginia. My mother was a teacher, come from humble background. And quite simply, I wanted to pursue a career that... Um, could afford me a better, you know, living than I, I had growing up. I wanted to make more money, yeah. basically. And my guidance counselor in high school was like, engineering. I was like, awesome. I'm going to do that. And I went to college, got chemical engineering degree, worked in a wafer fab, and I was actually super bored. And I reflected on engineering school and when I had learned Fortran and some programming languages, and I really liked that. And so I made a decision. I moved from Virginia to California. I got a job in consulting and I just decided I want to work in emerging tech. I don't, I, it's crazy when I think back, like how I did that, but I did. And then I started doing as an SAP OBOPer, mm -hmm. worked my way through, like uh, did EDI, integration, built like one of the first XML over HTTP connectors, a bunch of stuff. Anyways, uh, you know, came into cloud and um, we're here today. Yeah, so looking at it today, what's kind of the scope of your responsibilities as GM and EVP of, of platform and, and trailhead and developers? I have a lot of scope, and it's grown over time, which has been an incredible thing. And I, I tell everybody I have the best job in the biz and in the world because by having you know Trailhead, which is our free online learning platform that empowers everybody of you know any walk of life to skill up for a career in tech, have people every day you know calling, emailing, DMing, saying like Sarah, this changed my life. Yeah. But that is because we have built at Salesforce this incredible platform that people and companies can transform their business. They can transform their lives because. 
Similarly, you don't need to have a computer science degree to learn our platform and to do incredible things with our platform. And so you asked a question about my scope. And so I I have a scope of everything from empowering people around the world to learn tech to building a platform that they can deliver innovation on. And it's incredible. Yeah. And I will have you know. I got my first badge just oh. a few weeks ago. I've bravo, been Thank bravo. You. Um, so uh, I did great. I got 100% of the questions right. No big deal. And uh, I have my speaking Are you badge. Bragging? Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a humble brag, it's a straight up brag. Um, but yeah, I got my first badge. Pretty exciting. Um, and I've known about, about Trailhead for a while because I've been involved in, in VetForce and a bunch of other mm-hmm. things. But it really is so transformational. You know, you look at, 2015, 50,000 badges. And now in 2019, over 16 million. I mean, it's like the growth is just, it's crazy, right? Yeah, no, the growth has been incredible. And what's been so amazing is to be there, you know, from day one. And I remember when we got our first badge or when somebody was earning their first badge and and we had a little dashboard that, that we wrote, we literally (laughs) wrote it on the wall and we would cross off like 500 badges, a thousand badges. And then when we got to like a thousand badges a day, we're all excited. And now, you know, getting to the point of a million badges a day, it's just incredible growth that we're seeing. And I think this is a sign of how much excitement there is for our technology and how much opportunity there is in the industry for people. Yeah. And it, it's something that I think, you know, when you have such a large platform and you have so many people leveraging it, the amount of jobs that it creates and the, the speed in which the people can learn these skills that are hugely in demand is, is just really exciting. It's cool as like, you know, part of my journey to like see, you know, friends and colleagues and different sort of people, like whether it's become an admin or whatever it is, like, it's just, it's just a cool kind of thing to, to be a part of. Yeah, it's it's incredible because you think about it, if you, you rewind in, in history, professions were created by society, whether it's to be a lawyer, yeah. a doctor, an accountant, and higher ed created the curriculum to skill people into those professions. Today, the tech industry is the one that's creating all the professions, whether it's data scientist, mobile developer, you name it. And even, you know, 60% of the jobs that our kids are going to have, I don't know if you have kids, I have two, mother of two daughters, like their jobs don't even exist yet. Yep. And so as an industry, it's our responsibility to skill people up into these professions that we're creating and to teach them how to use the technology that we're building. That's why I'm proud to work at Salesforce, because we are a company that is behind these values of not just innovation, but also equality. Yeah. And it's a perfect segue into digital transformation, because I think, you know, if you were to go back and, and look at the crystal ball, uh, I, always, I always have a crystal ball. Uh, I mean, everybody wants a crystal ball. I, I want a crystal one. ball. It's great. I ask, I ask. <laughs> Can I, I borrow I yours one in, day? <laughs> I look into it all the time and I, and I ask my guests to look into it and then they have to, they have to figure it out, but I don't, I just have to I like show to have it less them. wrinkles when I look into it, you know, <laughs> so <there> you go. <laughs> I guess it's, it's a mirror that you look at. It's like one of the mirrors at the hotel that like, I'm like, I don't know how it softens my image, but it's like a filter for your IRL. Anywho, um, <laughs> so, you know, a lot of CIOs, as as they were looking into the future, didn't necessarily see something like, you know, building an ecosystem of developers or doing that sort of thing, or maybe they're thinking about that now. But part of their own company digital transformation is trying to figure out how 
the immense amount of systems that is becoming more and more complicated, all of these technologies that are swirling around. How do you think that CIOs and technology leaders should look at or define digital transformation right now? So digital transformation is a powerful term. It's also something that can feel very daunting because technology leaders and and CIOs and everybody out there, they're dealing with Rarely do people have a blank canvas. You know, they're, they're dealing with legacy technology. They are strapped to find enough talent and they don't have enough time to really invest in, you know, the things that they need to do. And so they feel burdened, but they know that to meet customer expectations and business expectations, they need to innovate. They need to do digital transformation. And so the way that we think of digital transformation is that, you need to keep your mind open to what the possibilities are and not just translate what you're doing today into a new medium, but really transform and you know ascend what you're doing today into something which is you know transformative for your business. Brett Taylor, our chief product officer um, at the platform keynote, which everybody should attend, he'll share a story which is, He's like the founder of Google Maps. Yeah. And he shares how back in the day you looked at Yellow Pages and you think of what that means translating that into the web would be just, you know, an online directory. But he transformed and he's like, how do you add geolocation and spatial orientation and all these other things? technologies to fully create something which is transformative, which is Google Maps. And stories like that are how we should think about transformation. Like Uber didn't invent a new taxi service. They completely used a new device and geolocation and, you know, this connection of a community and ranking and scoring to develop a whole new experience. And so no matter your industry, whether you're in manufacturing, aviation, healthcare, financial services, you need to really think big about what you want to build and not feel burdened by the legacy technology or the lack of talent or the time you have yeah. because you can partner with something like Salesforce that can help you. When you you touched on, you know, the key of the experience and like what you know, Uber built, for example, was this experience, you know, and I, I don't know if you've ever seen the thing where they take like, it's like Craigslist and then each of the little segments that Craigslist had, and it's now its own, like as someone built a like billion dollar business out of each. Oh, and each of those like yeah. rentals, yeah, it's like, now yeah. Airbnb yeah, 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 yeah. and yeah, furniture is, or, you know, custom things, can yeah. be Etsy. Yep. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I always think about that with regards to experience, right? Like someone just took each of those pieces and figured out a seamless customer experience. And I think it seems like there's a shift right now to go from a seamless customer experience to, you know, this idea of customer 360, which obviously your team is pioneering here. What is the next like evolution of customer experience to be 360? It's absolutely uh, right. Everything you're saying, because you look at Craigslist and that was, you know, just kind of the system of record of what's available And then you look at, you take that one category like rentals and you turn that into a system of engagement Mm -hmm. with Airbnb. You've got this whole engaging experience. Now with Customer 360, 
what people are looking is that they have a bunch of these systems of engagement and how do they turn this into really a system of truth of what is the truth. And this is very powerful because especially uh, we're in an interesting time in the tech industry where people question, do I trust this data? Totally. Can I trust you with my data? What ethical questions do I have when you're recording my voice, when you're recording my conversation? What are you going to do with this conversation right here? You know, And those are questions that then people want to know, okay, what can I trust? And in this time when when you are uncertain, you know, Salesforce, you can trust Salesforce to tell you the truth about your business, about your employees, about your customers. And that's how we see the customer 360 as something that can really analyze like this daunting amount of data that you're collecting and give you something that is reliable and trustworthy and actionable. Yeah. So what's the state of, you know, the product right now and and kind of the vision going forward? Yeah. So what is the platform and where is it going? So what's very exciting is that we've been building, you know, with Lightning and Heroku and other investments that we made in Salesforce, incredible platforms for people. But where we're going is to have not many platforms, but one platform, the Customer 360 platform. And it is a platform that empowers everyone to do incredible digital transformation. And for technology leaders, you know, listening here today, when you look at your teams, your teams may have different skill sets. You may need to skill them up on different things. So not only do we have the platform, but the Customer 360 platform has integrated AI, it has integrated mobile, and it has integrated learning and that integrated Customer 360 truth. And so I'm very excited about where the platform is going with Customer 360 and for all the innovations that we're going to continue to deliver in, like like blockchain was a new innovation Mm -hmm. that will just come directly into the platform, as does Customer 360, as does, you know, Einstein and all of those innovations with voice, all of the AI, ML, that's in the deep machine learning. It's all built into the platform. And I think that one of the things that we've really hit on with a bunch of CIOs and technology leaders is this, you know, worry, this hesitation, this, I don't know when I want to make my blockchain bet. And I don't know if I'm too early, too late. Like that, I I call it the, you know, the Goldilocks problem, right? (laughs) It's like, am I, am I too hungry or too full or whatever? But it's kind of this moment in time where they might be doing a few things with AI. They might be doing a few things with blockchain. They might be doing, you know, a bunch of stuff with with mobile, obviously. But they kind of want to be able to have something where they can start to look and test and iterate certain things without hiring, you know, a bajillion engineers. And it seems like that there's this kind of like crux for CIOs right now where they're still a cost center. They're still working on partnering with the business, but there's there's this knowledge that technology is moving extremely fast on those type of platforms or like on those in those ways, and they need to kind of like close that gap a little bit. What would be your advice to, or what are the challenges that you're hearing of like ways that they can help close that technology gap? Yeah, it's a, it's a great question, and, and I think top of mind for every CIO and technology um, leader and innovator. Because you have fixed resources, fixed amount of time. And you take something like blockchain we were chatting about. Most people don't have an army of hyperledger experts on tap to help them understand if they even want to do something with blockchain. But that is one of the values of our platform is that it's there. It's just baked in and you can build it without having to code. It's um, We use the word declarative. 
and you can just configure it and they can try. And experimentation, agile practices and rapid iteration is super key when you're learning. And so I would encourage advice I would be would be to to try things out and to experiment and why our platform is so useful because those technologies are baked in and you don't have to hire the all of the experts and you can skill up your existing people to learn them on our platform. Now, when you try things out, you may have some failures. Yeah. And I actually prefer to use the word learning instead of failure because it's really important that to quote Yoda, I guess, like failure is the best teacher or yeah, however yeah. that goes or yeah. the best. I can't remember. I'm bad on my Star Wars uh, <laughs> quotes right now. But it's really powerful that you can stand things up without a lot of investment yeah. in them. And then you can learn very quickly. And so I would say don't be afraid and to pick some pilot projects and to start learning because if you're not going to be pushing the boundaries, you guarantee your competitors are going to be beating you to the punch. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of these leaders are also in this moment where they're working on, you know, internal employees. They're working on their customers. They have stakeholders in the C-suite and the board and the CEO. And they're kind of trying to say like, how much time am I spending in-house versus outside of the house? Like, how does that play into our technology stack? And there's this kind of like the role of the CIO is completely changing overnight. How do you kind of look from like a leadership perspective at what does this like head of technology kind of role become in companies? Another great question, because, you know, a CIO has to balance, you know, what do I build for my customers and what do I build for our internal employees? And what we've actually seen with digital transformation is that you need to not just connect every customer, but you need to empower every employee and need to deliver innovation to both of them at scale continuously. I like to think of our product marketing team had a, did a really great visual for me where you think of customer employees like as tying them together in a bow. Yeah. Like think of anything that you get as a lovely gift that's tied with a lovely bow. You know, it's packaged lovely. And that's really what digital transformation is. You need to weave the customer and employee experiences together in one so it's it's fluid because if you don't you know delight your customers, they're not going to like you. But then if your employees don't know about your customers, how can they interact with them well? And if they don't know about your own company, how can they talk about it to other people? And so it really is a continuum that we see between customer experience and employee experience. And another thing that's very important about the Customer 360 platform is that you can build both you know, on one platform. Yeah. And we have everything that can integrate your backend systems. When you're a CIO and you're at a company and you're looking to deliver an incredible employee experience and you do have legacy technology, you know, you're not going to rip and replace everything. Yeah. But at the same time, lift and shift isn't a digital transformation strategy. So you need to figure out how to compose applications from disparate data sources in a way that is modern and real-time and event-driven. And so having a platform that has that real-time event-driven architecture and also has investments in modern things, whether it's serverless, whether it's functions, whether it's having Kubernetes clusters, like, you know, very technical things to just like having a mobile app. All of that 
is all on one platform and for employees and customers and even your partners too. You think about blockchain and how you create a sustainable supply chain. I can go on for a long time. I'll probably stop. (laughs) No, no, no. This is great. But um, uh, it's another thing that CIOs need to think about, which is sustainability. How are they able to deliver innovation in a way that is, you know, considering our planet as also a stakeholder in what they're doing? Because, you know, I'm super proud that our platform is something that a CIO can innovate on and say, I'm delivering innovation on a net zero carbon cloud. And that is powerful, right? And and that that only happens with like the transparency between, you know, Fidelity. We talked about this with the blockchain use case of like knowing your supplier diversity, knowing who your suppliers are and getting like ground truth, you know, in an immutable way is extremely important, right? It's extremely important. And also what's very important for CIOs to take in mind with employees as well is that they have to build the infrastructure for employees to have these conversations openly to understand the company that they're working with, where they stand on their values, where they stand on their business practices, and be able to have these conversations in a safe, trusted way. Else, they risk not a data leak, but they risk, you know, somebody going outside the company and sharing confidential information um, in a way that could tarnish a company's brand. And so it's, it's really important that the way that that employees are able to be having these conversations, it needs to happen in a digital way. And, you know, the Salesforce platform, again, the customer 360 platform brings employees into this and they can have, you know, they can collaborate, they can exchange ideas, they can um, have very transparent and open conversations in a safe, in a safe way. When I think, you know, I, I love that the uh, the imagery of the of the two bows tying together. I imagine isn't that, it great? It's like a gift, yeah. right? And then you're the one who has the scissors, who's like pulling at the ends of the strings to make them like loop up. You know oh, what I those mean? Those are the best. Yeah, those are the best. It's like my mom used to do that uh, <laughs> for for my gifts or something like that. But yeah, no, I I think it's a great it's a great image because at the end of the day. There's been so many silos over time between product and customer, between sales and marketing, between, you know, this and that. And breaking down those silos is so critical because if you knew everything about, yeah, I, I, I know we don't want to say we know everything about our customers, but if we are better in tune with our customers' uh, needs and, and, and what they want from us, and we don't share that with the other stakeholders within our company, then like, what good does that data do? And the data that goes between that and how we can share it and look at dashboards and do all those sort of things is so critical. Otherwise, like we can't actually take action on any of the things that we're learning. Right. And we may be, you know, companies today, we may have in silo implemented, you know, an incredible customer service station or organization, incredible sales organization, an incredible supply chain. But when they're not working together and have the knowledge of the employees and the customers, it's not fluid. Yeah. So if I say I bought a pair of shoes, I love shoes, I love funky shoes. And so I bought a pair of shoes and, you know, if they had a problem, you know, if I call a company up and they don't know who I am, they don't know what I bought, I'm kind of annoyed. But then if also I get marketed to buy the same pair of shoes that I've already bought. Totally. I'm like, well, I already bought those. Why don't you send me a recommendation for something that's similar or something that matches it? And you need to be able to have those organizations then 
working together so that you are giving that single experience to the customer. And then also, you don't want the frustration on the employees where if there's a known issue with a product or a service and on the engineering side or the manufacturing side and your customer support team doesn't know about that. You know, that's internal communication that can really help you ultimately have the right information. Or if somebody has a a question... And they need to find somebody that has the right skills Mm -hmm. to be able to know, oh, you know, I can talk to Samantha because she's an expert on that because I see it on her profile. Or just the basics of business processes being automated. We have an incredible flow engine on the Customer 360 platform that can digitize any business process and take you off of spreadsheets and emails and version control and like stuff that makes you just want to cry (laughs) because it's so hard and and disconnected. So um, at the end of the day, a CIO, they want to make people happy and they want to feel they're putting smiles on people's faces. And that's what they shouldn't feel bound to a cost center. They should feel that they're, you know, making people happy. And that's what technology should be able to do for them. Well, I can tell you one thing that will put a smile on my face, and that's the lightning round. Because these... (laughs) Oh, is this where you put me on the spot? (laughs) Yeah. These questions are Uh fast and easy, just like the Salesforce Customer 360 platform, the number one cloud platform for digital transformation of every experience. I think you know this one well. You might have written these words. I I think we probably did. Yes. Um, But our listeners can learn more at salesforce.com slash platform. We love platforms. So thank you, Sarah. And you just listened to Sarah talk about it. So go check it out. Lightning round questions. Are you ready? (sighs) Yes, I'm ready. Thanksgiving is coming up. What is your favorite side? Sweet potatoes. What is your favorite Dreamforce experience? The platform keynote, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. And it's coming up so soon. If uh, 12 days or something. Or maybe not when this is (laughs) playing. (laughs) Yes, it's coming soon. I can't wait. What is your favorite vacation spot? Sayulita, Mexico. What is your best advice for a first-time GM? For every first-time GM, my advice is to ask a lot of questions. Don't come in assuming that you know everything. Think, like, what don't I know? And ask a lot of questions because there's no stupid question. Yeah, no. St- I, I know that. <laughs> I ask questions for a living. Last thing. What question do you never get asked that you wish you were asked more often? I feel that people don't ask me hard questions enough, actually. Oh, that's good. I feel that people tell me what I want to hear and they don't tell me the truth. And I want them to ask me hard questions and and truly challenge me to think. And that's what I wish people would do more. Because I feel like people ask like soft questions and I want to be asked the hard questions. All right. Well, round two. I'll really bring the. I'll really bring <laughs> right, the wait, thunder. Except for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Joking. Sarah, thanks so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We're going to see you at Dreamforce, and uh, we're so excited. Any final thoughts? Just uh, gratitude and thanks. And this was fun. And I can't wait for Dreamforce and seeing everybody there. Yep. Take care. IT Visionaries is brought to you by the Salesforce Customer 360 platform the number one cloud platform for digital transformation of every experience. Connect every customer, empower every employee, and deliver continuous innovation, putting the customer at the center of everything you do. Learn more at salesforce.com slash platform.